Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the clinic. The doors are open. Jeff Kowal is here, the host of the show. Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm ready to go. Good to see you. Nice um, to see you, too. Beginning of 2021, not our first show of the year, our second, uh, technically. We have with us in studio to help answer questions. Jeff is here, of course, for any questions on you and your retirement. Ray Arndt is back in studio from the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, Ray, good morning to you, and good to have you back in studio. Thanks, Paul. It's great to be here. Now, Ray, we hear you Monday through Friday, one of the many that do market updates. We'll start with that, Jeff, because it, it gives us background as to what you guys do. We're on a WIBA Radio Madison, WISN in Milwaukee. Monday through Friday, you do market updates That's during right. our newscast. Three o'clock and five o'clock news blocks on WISN and the Mark Belling Show on WISN Milwaukee. And at three at 4.55 on the Vicki McKenna Show, uh, just before the news uh, we give you one minute. What's going on in the market that particular day? What's driving your uh, investment retirement accounts up or down? Is it uh, a government report? Is it uh, corporate earnings? Uh, is it Tesla? What's driving your account up or down that particular day? Then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ all in one minute. Great team of uh, advisors that put that together. Um, and then uh, Monday through Friday, we work with uh, individuals who are close to and businesses who are close to already in retirement. Uh, we're ne- uniquely qualified to help those with a million dollars or more uh, with their retirement planning. Um, and that's Monday through Friday, and uh, all these guys can help us, uh, uh, people uh, schedule appointments for that. You may think a million dollars is enough, right, until you get to be in your 50s, 60s, and you start looking at the timeline for retirement and realize maybe a million was a nice goal, and now I'm there, and maybe I need a little bit more. Well, if you look at it, if you uh, 4% is a good number, although uh, with us, we've been doing a lot more better, and others have as well. No guarantee it's going to be that well in the future. But if you use 4%, even 5% on a million. And that's pretty conservative. Yeah. Even if you use 5% on a million dollars, that's $50,000 a year of income. If you put Social Security on top of that, maybe get you up to about eighty dollars or $85,000 of income. That's it. So that for a lot of people, that's perfect. Yeah, it might be um, suit your lifestyle. Yep. And if you if you have your debts paid off, if you have a, a good lifestyle, and eighty five thousand dollars a year gross does it perfect. Uh, but for a lot of people, that, that fifty thousand from that million dollars is a good start, but not uh, not what they need to do what they want to do in retirement. Someday we're going to get back to cruising and traveling and doing things, yep. right? Yeah. Um, many of you, yeah, obviously locally, we're doing stuff. But Jeff, I don't know if we're spending as much right now as we did. Let's say a year ago from now, but everybody's got their own lifestyle, uh, quality of life. So what we do in this show is talk about your retirement plan. That's what the Kowal Investment Group does by way of background, too. There's offices as they grow. Literally everywhere. World headquarters in Waukesha. Up in beautiful Ozaki County, you've got the Port Washington office with views of Lake Michigan. Phoenix, Arizona, for you snowbirds that might spend some time down there. And your newest address is in Racine, and that has been recently remodeled as well. That's right. We're building a new building in uh, right on Highway 16 in Waukesha, Gateway to Lake Country. Uh, it's going to be our new corporate world headquarters uh, in uh, in Waukesha. Pewaukee. I didn't know this. 
Yeah. This is news. Well, we, we closed on it a few weeks ago. We, now we have a sign-up on, on Highway 16 that says this is where it's going to be. Right by WCTC in Waukesha, across the street. So you're in Waukesha now. Freeway, yeah. You're just going to be in a new location. Correct. That's outstanding, Correct. Yeah, Jeff. we'll break ground in spring and hopefully oh. be in by the end of the year. Do you get the big corner office? I, I hope they give me an office. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff gets a cubicle in the back, right by the janitor's closet. Well, my, I remember my first one was what really was like that. Yeah. And the, co- the, the, the uh, ice chest for the soda and stuff was right next to me. My <laughs> desk was right next to that. So, yeah, uh, I'm okay. I just need a phone. You got to start somewhere, that. Jeff. Yeah. You've been doing this how long? Uh, the retirement side of things, your whole since life. Since 1987. We've been, I've been in business since... Uh, uh, 73, so yeah. is it 47 years, I guess. So we've been at this for a long time. Uh, still, it's fresh, it's new, it's exciting, it changes all the time, which is, and Ray and I will, Ray can attest to that too, just things are ch- happening so quickly in our business that it makes it uh, exciting and interesting, and we feel that we're doing a great service for our clients. you got a big generation that would be the baby boomers that are going through you know, their retirement years or uh, are well into the retirement they, They've at this already point. started, yep, yeah. and now we're working with the next generation. So you nailed it when you said, well, if, I have, if I'm in my 50s with a million dollars, then you got to start thinking, are you on track for a successful retirement? So that's when you, the time you should come and see us. Yeah, and obviously changes in, in Washington with a new administration. What does that mean for 2021? What are the markets going to be like? Nobody has a crystal ball. You can, well, there is, you can never answer that, but there's always... Well, there's a lot of pundits with opinions. Let's well, there is, there is one. There's a USA Today article. It's a little bit disturbing. I want to get to in a second. But first of all, did you want to give phone numbers or anything, Paul? Yes, I did. Um, so and that's my bad. I should have done it right away. If you've Sorry. got a question, we are live and you can call right now. The Accident Mortgage Line is open. That's our talk and text line 414-799-1130. Ray Art and Jeff Kowal are here for you. Your retirement questions, 799-1130 on the Accident Mortgage talk and text line. What questions do we take? Anything, any questions. Sometimes it's social security related. Might have to do with your 401k, estate planning issues, taxes, rollovers, uh, even life insurance questions. If it has to do with retirement, the lines are open. Jeff, I know we got a break right at 1020. We have a lot of time to get into some stories we're going to start with right now, but we are also going to plug and promote something coming up uh, that involves a webinar. And I believe Ray's involved in that. We'll do that before the break. Uh, we'll actually do that right after the break. Ray will do that. We're Ray will do that after that. the yep. break. Okay. But before the break, I want to talk about two things. One, there was a the kind of a, we were rushed at the end of last week's show. And I want to go in just a little bit more detail about required minimum distributions. I want to do that first. And then I want to get into a, a, a little bit of a disturbing or troubling plan that uh, uh, President-elect Biden has for equalizing 401k investing, which we never know it's going to become law or not, but we'll, we'll, I want to talk about that. But towards the end of the show last last week, we talked about how our required minimum distributions are changing. Uh, the Secure Act that was passed at the end of 2019 uh, indicated that um, the required minimum distribution age goes up to age 72. For qualified charitable distributions, that still starts at age uh, 70 and a half. But when you crack, when you when you when you hit seventy two, you have to take out what's called required minimum distributions (RMDs), where basically the way the government looks at it is that they've given you a break by not charging you on on taxes on your retirement plan while it was growing. Now you got to pay the piper. Now starting at age seventy two, you have to start paying up. But that has changed. It, 
it, for last year, because of COVID, 2020, there were no required minimum distributions. For 2021, this year, we go back to the old mortality table and go back to regular required minimum distributions. Um, and then in 2022, what's weird is that we have a new mortality table. The new mortality table was already in place uh, uh, at the end of uh, several months ago, but they, they decided instead of implementing for 2021 that they would wait till 2022. So this is just a weird time where 2020 you have no required minimum distributions. 2021 you use the old mortality table for required minimum distributions. And 2022 you'll have a new mortality table. Describe the mortality table. Good question, Paul. What that says is that the, the government puts together a table that says they want you to drain your retirement account between now and the time you die. So, well, we don't know when we're going to die. Correct. So they have a formula for that to tell you. <laughs> and I know women far outlive us. Well, there is a, a joint mortality table. But nonetheless, what they, they, they do is with people living longer, they've reduced those, those numbers. But again, that won't reduce the factor or reduce the numbers, the amount that you have to take out. Right now, it's about 4%. It's going to stay right around that. It's not going to change it that much once you hit age 72. But again, it's going to change. They try to determine um, how much you should take out based on your life expectancy. So if they have a table that says that determines what your life expectancy is going to, do, going to be, um, that's a table that they use to determine your required minimum distribution each year. And it, it really starts at about 3.6, and then goes up from there. Uh, so eventually you're taking out 8 or 9% as you get older. To, to, again, to, so that the government makes sure that they get paid their taxes on, you start taking it out at an accelerated rate. But again, the, the key here is that that table that they used last year, was there, was, there were no requirement of distributions. This year it's the old table. Next year, it's going to be a new table with a longer life expectancy. So, the, so it's presumed that you're that even though you're aging, the amount you take out at least initially will be lower uh, next year for 2022. So that was just a weird. What are we? Do you know confluence. the numbers offhand? Uh, like how long I'm going to live, Jeff? <laughs> well, your, your average American male. Well, the, the factor is this: uh, 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 27.4, then 26.5, then. Uh, 24.6 so you take the val the value that you have divided by that number of years and that's that's how they that's come, how up, they with come up with it so basically when you hit 70 70 72 it's divided by about 26 and it comes out to be about four percent um as far as americans lifespans we are living longer and longer every year that goes by right yep i mean back in 1930 well, i think what? there was a slight uh decrease well, it was last year or the year before, first time in decades that had gone down, mainly because of drug overdoses and suicides and things like that, yeah. that the mortality rate had gone down. And 2020 was... gone up, rather. Mortality rate had gone right, up. Right, and 2020 was not a good year either, uh, I would we, imagine. You know, numbers have not come out yet, but right. uh, we'll see. But this is a... The other thing that I wanted to talk about before a break was a, US, a USA Today article. It says these Biden proposals could help your finances. I always worry about that when they say a you know, Biden proposal can help your finances. But okay, we'll we'll, we'll keep going with an open mind. Okay. And it talks about equalizing four hundred one k investing, and Ray and I were talking about this earlier, and we we think we understand how it can be. 
One Biden proposal would shake up that model by replacing the current system of deductible contributions with a flat tax credit instead. Credits reduce taxes owed while deductions lower the amount of income you pay on your taxes. So you're putting $20,000 into your 401k. They're saying that uh, it benefits... It benefits um, wealthier people who are putting more money into it because they get a, it's right off the top of their income tax bracket, and they may be in a 40 or 50% tax bracket. The idea here is that they make everyone's contributions the same. Uh, that's goes, um, under the Biden plan. Investors in retirement accounts would receive a credit estimated 26% of the dollar amount contributed. That would tend to favor lower-income workers, but it would diminish the tax incentives for high earners. So if it's so if you put in twenty thousand dollars, you get twenty six percent credit. Well, that's the, the, they say that it amounts to about twenty and a half percent marginal tax bracket. So it's not the same as not including it as your income and having a tax have, having not included if you're in a higher tax bracket. So that if the idea becomes law, it likely would encourage some people to put more money into Roth IRAs or Roth 401k plans, as their appeal doesn't depend on front-end deductions or credits, but rather the ability to withdraw money tax-free when tax rates are going to be higher. Right, if it becomes law. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm no political genius, but I work with a few here at the station. <laughs> and be, because the Democrats will control all three, uh, most of what they want to get done probably will get done, Jeff. Uh, I'm inclined, be good or bad. Well, the, I was just listening to a, a Brian Westbury. Uh, we'll, make, we'll keep this brief because I know we got to go to a, um, a break. But you don't want to make poli- political decision. You don't want to have political decisions in your retirement accounts and investment accounts. Uh-huh. That just because they're in, because he says the economy is good, uh, interest rates are going to be low at least until the end of this year. Look at the Dow setting records at the still end of the year, records. still setting. And he them. says it has nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with companies still going to fight to make to try to make money, regardless of who the president is, regardless of what the policies are. Low interest rates, uh, relatively low oil prices, all the things say that the market's still going to continue to do pretty well. In fact, historically, don't Democrat presidents have uh, economic better track record? They do at least as well. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of times it's not because there's policies. So what you're saying is, Paul, put your emotions aside and your opinions, and not worry about it. We're telling clients that if they're worried about, back off a little bit. I don't think that's a bad idea to back off. Uh, Again, but there's also indicators that say that the the S and P 500 and the Dow and and tech heavy Nasdaq are going to have a pretty good year this year. Well, good. You made my weekend. I feel better. (laughs) I feel much better. Ray Ernst got some news when we come back from the Kowal Investment Group. Some cool stuff coming up. Webinars, more information. The Boss Minute with Aaron Kowal just minutes away from that. Yes, we have a sexy segment every week on the Retirement Clinic, and your questions are welcome. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. Lines are open. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. In previous segments, we've discussed the importance of succession planning and estate planning for business owners. Another important planning option you may not have considered for your business is forming a trust. Maybe asking yourself, why would I need a trust for my business? The purpose of a trust is to manage assets on behalf of businesses so that the business can continue to run in your absence. 
They have a variety of legal uses that help business owners and their beneficiaries preserve and grow their wealth. Not forming a trust for your business could put the business at risk. For example, one of the biggest issues many people don't realize is that often money from a business will be used to resolve the debts of a business owner's private affairs. Even if you don't think your business will need protection from creditors, circumstances could change and it's always a good idea to set up protection for your business. Other benefits of forming a trust for your business are that it can oftentimes minimize taxes and avoid pitfalls that can ensue when there is no estate plan in place. There are several types of trusts that can be formed for your business, such as a life insurance trust, charitable trust, and living trust. Not everyone will need the same type of trust or one at all and needs vary based on person's circumstances. Before you choose a trust, make sure to look at all your options and choose the one that best benefits your business and the future of your business. If you need help getting started, give our office a call, 262-522-4040. That was Aaron Kowal, today's boss, Minute Business Owners Savings and Security. And he just gave out the office number. We'll repeat that throughout the program. But on the Retirement Clinic, you can always go to thekowalway.com for locations and other social media connections, thekowalway.com. With your host, Jeff Kowal, live in studio is Ray Arnton. Ray, earlier in the show, I mentioned a, a webinar that's coming up. The webinar is, I believe you are part of it. Yes, I am, Paul. Well, you know, as we know, financial surprises in retirement can catch even the most diligent planner off guard and derail their retirement budget. That's why our team has put together a list of our top five common financial surprises in retirement. Now, if you go to our website, thecolewallway.com, you'll find a blog that introduces you to a couple of those surprises. But more importantly, in that blog, we'll give you the opportunity to sign up for our Common Financial Surprises webinar that my colleague John White and I will be hosting on January 21st at noon. You can use the link in that blog to register, or you can just call our office at 262-522-4040, and we'll get you signed up. I'm looking at it right now, actually. Are we going to talk a little bit about these surprises now, or do we well, want Well, not necessarily. No, because you want, want them to be in the web. Away. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to give away all the good stuff. But, you know, the surprises are things that we can help you plan for and we can help you plan around. On the other hand, there's just some simple mistakes that people make relative to retirement planning, and those are the things that we'll work with you to avoid altogether. So, for an example, what's one of those mistakes? One of those mistakes would be not updating your financial plan. You know, if there's one certainty to retirement planning, it's that reality never fold, unfolds exactly according to plan. But that doesn't mean that planning is a fruitless exercise. Creating a plan for anything is extremely helpful, even if it's not 100% accurate. Being just partially correct is a helpful way to bolster your decision-making and improve the eventual outcome. Retirement plans are not a one-time set-it-and-forget-it document. They're living, breathing things, and they have to be updated over time. Was it at one time, Ray? You know, with a 401k, I'll just set it, I'll forget it, because time's on my side. I think people did have that mindset. Yes. Uh, They shouldn't right now, correct? Absolutely not. I mean, you don't want to be making financial decisions based on a financial plan from 10 years ago, do you? No. Uh, I'm guessing you want to use the most current information about your finances and your investment performance, your family's priorities and needs. And the only way to do this is to update your plan consistently over time. This is what we do for you. And as a matter of fact, if you contact us this week to sign up for one of our complimentary retirement reviews, we will build 
that first financial plan for you before you even commit to becoming a client of ours. Listen, how do you like that? I'm learning a lot about the news at the Kowal. You're off to a good start. You're going to have a new location oh, in Waukesha oh, yeah. and uh, some news here. So what you're saying is, Ray, there are people that have no plan. Let's be honest. Absolutely. I mean, they might have some savings, but really no plan as to what to do. You know, a coach goes into a football game. He's got a game plan. Right. And some of it's scripted out. Some of it's not. You have to wing it, and you have to adjust it along the way and tweak it. To reach out to the Kowal Investment Group, I want to give out the phone number. That's 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. And ask. Now, if they want to be a part of the webinar, is that online? I mean, yes. the, the webinars are online. Yes. The, a silly question. The link to register for the webinar is in, concluded in that blog that's on our website. Or you can just call our office and we'll set you up as well. And that, of course, is thekowalway.com. I found it immediately. If I can find it, anybody can. <laughs> it's real simple. There's blogs right on the front page. The top five common financial surprises in retirement. Click that and sign up. The webinar again is Thursday, January 21st at noon. It's you and John White. People think that's John Wyatt, our former traffic reporter. It is not. <sighs> it's John White, as in the color white. Now, John's from New Zealand, so he's got this great accent. Yes, I have great. He's a U.S. citizen now. He's very proud of that. But uh, Yep. I love yeah, what he, he does because will be doing when it, he yeah. says white, it kind of sounds like John Wyatt. Oh, John Wyatt's back on. I get these questions from people all the time that's john white who also does the market updates that's with right. your staff um so that's all good stuff and we're going to remind you of that webinar how to get involved again the kowalway.com ray Arndt just gave you all the pertinent details let's get some questions on the retirement clinic here in wisn and wiba let's go to brookfield start with gary good morning gary yeah hi uh jeff two two points on the rmd discussion uh first of all uh the RMD application makes no difference whether you're a man or a woman. And have they gone to a 120-year mortality <laughs> table? I think they had gone to that prior. Uh, so, yes, and you're right. There is, it is a joint life expectancy table is what it's called. That doesn't have any, that's a very good point. And, uh, yeah, that now when you're, when you're beyond age 100, the amount that you have to take out is very, very small. But, uh, yeah, the, the mortality table goes out to 120. And I think it's worth okay. noting to everybody that when we talk about RMDs, we're talking about those traditional IRA or traditional 401k accounts. These RMDs do not apply to Roth accounts. It's an acronym that most people know, but every time we use terms, I, I like explaining them. Required no. minimum distribution. Yep. Thanks for the call, Gary. I made that. That's yep. a good point. It is a joint life expectancy table. Um, and it, it, Ray brings up a good point also that right now, you know, they're talking just like this scary article that says equalizing 401k investing. They're going to eventually talk about equalizing 401k withdrawals and IRA withdrawals as well, where you're going to have to take money out of four, out of Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks, even though you don't have to now. Because it's unfair. Typically, it's wealthier people that have Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks, so it's not fair that they get to accumulate their money tax-free forever. Let's penalize those people <laughs> yeah, so for, let's being, force the money for out. being successful. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah, let's, let's force the money out of those uh, Roth accounts as yeah. well, even though you've already paid taxes. Hey, Ray, you talked about changes. Like a, a plan you may have, you said set it and forget it's a bad idea, and here's why. Correct me if I'm wrong, but every year it seems there's new tax laws, there's new rules with regard to what we're talking about now with IRAs and Roths, 
and all of that. Well, Absolutely. how do I, as average Paul the investor, keep up with tax laws? How would I know what changes? Uh, you'd have to spend a lot of time. Read the Wall Street Journal every day. Read the Wall Street Journal. Pay attention to all the news in Washington, D.C. Uh, who does and, this, right? Well, we do that. Yeah. And that's what we'll do for you. So you don't have to worry about that. We make sure that when we're building a, a client's financial plan that we're using the most updated laws that are in place. We have a good understanding of what's happening from a tax standpoint. Uh, so that's why you work with somebody like us. Now, Jeff's advice was good. Don't make retirement decisions based on your political ideologies and who's in office. But that being said, Jeff, I just want to clarify. We don't know what changes are going to come down this year, next year, the year after, the year after. Well, we know that, and we don't know how long this president is going to be president and when they'll start trying to push the socialist agenda. Well, that socialist agenda is taking from the rich, giving to the poor, uh, equalizing the, uh, the results for everybody, uh, you know, spreading the wealth. So we have to be mindful of it. Uh, and that you know it may happen sooner rather than later. Well, I think the, it officially started yesterday when Twitter kicked Donald Trump off of yeah. Twitter, yeah. <laughs> which is their listen. They own Twitter, right? Yeah. They can do that. Yep. Uh, but I thought that was a pretty drastic move, and then they started purging accounts. Um, but you know that their inclination that the, the Democrats and, and, and it's it's uh, you know we think that's bad, but others think that's good. That their uh, intention has always been, and they're known for the party of higher taxes, higher regulations. Yeah. Um, uh, well, they don't hide it. The, they're very upfront and transparent no, very about much it. Yeah. Pro China, pro uh, illegal immigration. Uh, and, and you're right, they're very upfront about that. Uh, initially, we think that some of the things that were done over the last four years should sustain for at least a while. And the fact that a lot of the, the, a lot of the country is still not open, a lot of states are not open. Uh, and we have a, 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 a vaccine, which we didn't have before. So that should give the governor some cover in opening up the states and opening up their economies. There is, as you speak right behind you on, on our massive flat screen, is the Fox News on Biden's plans for his term. And one of the biggest, I think it was the second from the top, was corporate tax rate. And he yeah, doesn't want to change that. Yeah, I think see, 21 to 28 percent. You'll see more companies leaving the country again. Of course they you will. We brought all those home with the lower tax rates here, and now you're going to see them going uh, elsewhere again. Again, we got, I think we have to be patient with this. You don't want to make rash decisions. You know, I remember Art Laffer when, when uh, President uh, Obama got in. Uh, he was uh, President Reagan's uh, economic advisor, uh, chief economic advisor. He was calling for runaway inflation, double-digit inflation. It, it, didn't, it didn't happen. didn't happen. did not happen. I remember uh, Obama's first week in office when, remember the whole birth certificate came out, right? <laughs> well, that, that just was wrong. That was false. Uh, but you get going on social media, Jeff, people get emotional and they make rash decisions. A good example is when COVID hit in March. And Ray, these markets were down 35, 40%, right? Right. right. Absolutely. Well, what if you had overreacted and gotten out of the markets you would have missed out on one hell of a you ride. You would have paid the price for that, no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, the markets have been just outstanding uh, through 2020. And, 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 and continue. And I mean, continue into the first full week of trading. Yeah, Absolutely. this first week has been something else. Uh, so we get, we have to sneak in a break, Jeff.
Okay. You've got a sexy segment for us? That is going to be really sexy, especially for the 16% of the country that has pensions. <laughs> so That's, that's all be, it is? Yeah. That, what do you mean? All, oh, so only 16%. What do you yeah. mean? That's my subject? Or are you talking about the percentage of people that... That only 16% uh, of pensions? Yes. Because I know all police officers do, right? Well, that's... In general, a lot of municipalities, a lot of those, but private pensions are down to 16%. I'll, 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 I'll talk about that. And I bet you in 1950, it was probably... Probably reverse, yeah, more like eighty-five percent, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Not, not quite that high, but uh, in nineteen seventy-five, uh, the, the the private defined benefit plans was around one hundred three thousand. Nineteen seventy-five, so they're down to just under forty-seven thousand by twenty seventeen, and they're even lower now. So that's probably a sixty percent drop in the in the companies that have private pensions. Wow. Okay, so that's next. That'll come up next at the, at the sexy segment. Do we have a minute to do this one, Paul? Uh, we have one minute exactly. Can well, you do then, it? No. Okay. <laughs> well, one of the things that you were talking about, and I'll lead into it, yeah. because that's what we'll talk about after the sexy segment, that uh, with, as Ray mentioned, markets are continuing to be really strong already in the first week of this year. Strong markets last year. Uh, it's likely to continue. We're anticipating no guarantee, but we're anticipating that that's going to continue. Is this the time for you to retire? If you do retire, one of the biggest considerations is your health insurance. Can you limp along to Medicare? And what are your options if you can or cannot? So that's what we'll talk about. Medicare options as you limp up to retirement. That's a, well, that's something that I'm personally considering. I'm not, not like I'm retiring that right now. I'm 54. But let's say I retire in four years, 58, 59-ish, whatever yep. it is. Yep. Well, I've got five years I would have to get but health insurance. The key thing about it, Paul, more than that, the key thing is that you're at least aware of it. Oh, I'm aware. That you, it's going to be more than four or five years. It's going to be more like, like seven years. So how do you address that seven years exactly. if you retire at 58 or 50? No, that's a, that's a valid concern, yep. Jeff. Um, okay, so that's coming up. We'll take a quick break. Ray Aaron talked at length about this webinar. It's coming up. And you, if you want to take a part of this, go to thekowalway.com, that blog, the top five common financial surprises in retirement. The actual webinar itself is Thursday, January 21st at noon, and you can take part. So we'll be back on the Retirement Clinic, both WISN and WIBA, every Saturday morning right after this. Oh, that music. It is time for the sexy segment by way of background wealth management and preservation. And that is your focus when we have fun calling it the sexy segment. Money is sexy. That's, that's right. That's the fun part. But the serious part is once you get some wealth, Jeff, we, we mentioned a million dollars right. earlier. Uh, you've got to maintain that. You don't want to see that balance go back down. That's right. This show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those who have a million dollars or more. Once you've accumulated some wealth, it becomes more important. And that's the sweet spot of what we do at the Coal Investment Group. Our objective is to preserve it, preserve that wealth, grow it, take income from it, and then pass it on to your heirs. So that's your legacy. That's keeping the family money in the family. Um, and that's what this segment is about. We touch off a little bit. This is a uh, Kiplinger's retirement report, brand new. 
But we touched on a little bit, Paul, about the pensions. Are there cracks in your pension is the title of the article. And you got to be careful with this because uh, the number of pensions have gone down. A lot of times people still think they have pensions, even though their company probably has not had a pension for 20 years. Somehow they think they're going to get a pension. But the Bureau of Labor Statistics says that the number of defined benefit pension plans, private defined benefit pension plans, as opposed to the government ones, fell from around 103,000 in 1975. And these are, you know, those with tens of thousands of workers. In. When it says 105,000, well, that doesn't sound like a lot of people, but it encompasses millions and millions of, of employees. Uh, so 103,000 in 1975 to just under 47,000 in 2017. By 2019, just 16% of private workers and 86% of state and local governments employees have access to the plan. So, so 86% of government workers have pension plans. And then you have municipalities, which are government workers, and uh, uh, hospitals have, a lot of them have, still have pension plans. But in 1974, Congress passed one of the most important laws pertaining to private retirement and health plans known as the Employees Retirement Income Security Act, or ERISA, E-R-I-S-A. Now, I remember when this first came out, we used to call ERISA, the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, we used to call it every rotten idea since Adam, ERISA. <laughs> but that was just, a, it was just an inside joke for planners. But nonetheless, there were some very good things in that law. The law established a pension benefit guarantee corporation, PBGC, is basically insurance, but only for private pension plans. It's largely funded by premiums collected from defined benefit plan sponsors. If the company terminates its pension plan, the PBGC, PBGC, Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, steps in to administer and pay employees, but only to a point. No federal law covers pen, public pensions of state, county, and municipal workers. And single employ, uh, employer pensions are generally in pretty good shape. I talked a little bit about um, the public pensions as well. Um, but the benefits are kept. Here, I'm going to go, as long as we mention the public pension, I don't want to uh, shortchange that. Uh, thanks to Governor Walker, there's no one answer to how safe public pensions are. The media is filled with alarming news about the status of public pensions, especially in states with severely underfunded plans. There's no one answer to how safe a public pension is. But some states, such as Wisconsin, South Dakota, and Tennessee, are well-funded at 80% or above. Well, And that's, again, thanks to Governor uh, Walker uh, and the state and, and the uh, uh, st Senate and, uh, Assembly Republicans, while others are at the bottom of the list, including Kentucky, Illinois, and New Jersey, are down in the 30s. So that means there's only 30% funded, whereas Wisconsin's pension is over 80% funded. I, I, just getting back to the private ones, benefits are capped. So let's say that your, your, your uh, pension goes belly up. Again, you can go check to see how, and there are some websites to check to see how your pension is doing. Uh, one is pbgc.gov is, is to find out. But the benefits are capped, and the maximum monthly payout in 2021 for a 65-year-old is $6,000 a month. The maximum monthly jumps to $18,000 for a 75-year-old. Most employees get most or all their benefits. So basically, if you're entitled to a $3,000 a month pension, PBGC says you're going to get it. 
If you're entitled to a $10,000 a month pension, you're going to get at least 6000 of that. So the higher end will not get the full amount guaranteed, but you're likely to get a very good percentage of that. Um, so you just have to, so the, the pensions, you have to um, you know, take a look to see if your uh, pension is in trouble. Uh, you can go, there are a couple of websites to do it. Let me see if I can find them. Uh, one is pensionrights.org. Um, or some of the other ones? Again, PBGC, Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation.com, PBGC.com. So you can find out the status of your uh, pension plans and see how well they're doing. Uh, what alarmed me was when you said a lot of people might think they have a pension plan, but they don't. I thought, what idiot would think? And then I stopped. Wait a minute. That's kind of me. I worked for the Hearst Corporation. When yeah. I started 30 years ago, WISN, was owned with WISN TV Channel 12 yep. by the Hearst Broadcasting Corporation. They sold off all the radio properties, and after about six or seven other ownerships, now we're with iHeart. I do have a pension from Hearst. I get mailings every now and then, yep. but now I'm like I haven't seen one in a while. So I, if I'm in doubt, I could go to one of these websites. Yeah, I actually was able after about 30 years. I, was, I had one. With Acacia, my first company was going to pay me $116 a month in retirement. I had to wait till I was 65 to get 100 But I had that. And yeah. I think they let me take out $11,500 as a lump sum after 30 years. And so, Oh, is that sometimes an option? That's that sometimes an option. You have to be careful, though, because sometimes when, when you have a pension, the employer will come to you and say, there's going to be a, quote, enhancement. Almost exclusively, you know you're going to get screwed. So you have to be very careful with that. When me, me and Ray are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> because you know that they, what they're going to do, and this happened repeatedly, where people give up their pensions, say, we're going to give you an enhanced benefit in your 401k, we're going to give you an, ex, uh, an extra match, and then business goes bad or something goes bad, and then an enhancement that you were supposed to get because you gave up your pension plan now turns out to be, well, we can't afford to give you that enhanced because business is bad, we had a uh, a COVID pandemic, we had uh, economy turn bad in 2008, all kinds of reasons. Well, you uh, could always come up with some excuse. That's right. So anytime you say that there's going to be an enhancement in your pension. <laughs> that's a red flag. Guard your wallet. <laughs> so the red flag is the term enhancement. Yeah. Uh, I like that, Jeff. That's good stuff. Anyway, that was today's sexy segment on the retirement clinic and good stuff uh, with regard to pensions. Ray Arden joins us. Jeff Kowal is here. Of course, your host every week, Jeff as president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. We're in Madison and WIBA, where they do market updates daily. WISN in Milwaukee, where we do daily market updates as well. Offices in Waukesha, Port Phoenix, and of course, Racine. There's more coming up on the Retirement Clinic. Stick around. So I noticed a Doobie Brothers theme today. A little Michael McDonald at the beginning. Yeah, very good, Paul. <laughs> We're a music guy. I got caught on at the end of the show. Uh, we do have a theme every music, every show, play good music. Jeff's got great taste in music. Yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now, finally, for the Doobies after 50 years. 
and they deserve it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were supposed to have a reunion tour uh, this year that's postponed now because of COVID, but they're going to do it next year. Hopefully, these guys will still be around. I hope 2021 is a better year for all of that. More concerts. I hope Summerfest State Fair. Miller Park. Lambeau Field is allowing 16,000 fans for... Uh, the game next week. 16, that's pretty good. That's yeah. a step he, in the right direction. Yeah, you were saying that they were testing them with Belling Health, Bell and Health and everything yeah. with the employees in there, so that's good. And that'll give them at least a little bit of a home field advantage. Is it, is it 6,000? Spencer, look that up. I could be yeah, wrong. I thought, you said, I thought it said 6,000, not 16. Oh, it is I, six? I thought it was six, but... Oh. Uh, Oh, I was but thinking. Still, of if you have some fans in there cheering, you, you know, know how far away you are in an eighty thousand seat stadium from the yeah. next guy when there's only six thousand. That's social distancing. Yeah. yeah, I'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to be okay, folks. We were going to talk, Paul, about the getting to the Medicare finish line, but I'm going to save that for the next show. So uh, that says that because it gets a little bit more complicated with the health care con- uh, crisis and people talking about maybe retiring early. Um, I want to give this its due because you want to make sure that you have the health insurance right. So next show, we'll talk about that. But Ray wants to talk about uh, the webinar coming up one more time. Sure. January 21st at noon. All you have to do is go to thekowalway.com. You'll see the blog titled five, The Top 5 Common Financial Surprises in Retirement. The link to the webinar to register is there. Or, of course, you can call us in the office at 262 522 4040, and we'll get you all signed up for the webinar again January 21st at noon. Now, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but if you've never <laughs> been a pet part of a webinar, uh, they're on, they're in real time. Oh yeah, this is at noon, a Thursday, January twenty first. You can be at the safety and comfort of your home, your office, wherever you are, as long as you have a computer. And uh, you guys are doing this in real time. It sounds pretty cool, and there's That'll no be fun. There's no charge. No charge. It's complimentary, uh, right? And we'll say nice things about you. <laughs> right, it's right. complimentary. Um, but Ray and, and John White work at, with this all the time, so they are great ones to be hosting that seminar, uh, the webinar. Uh, but do go online right away uh, to thecoalway.com at the website thecoalway.com. You can schedule a complimentary retirement review. Um, Heather will get back to you right away with that, and she's been very good with. She is very good with that, and she's very thorough. You'll like talking with uh, Heather uh, to to get together with us, uh, or again for that webinar that's uh, with Ray and and John White. Go to the website the Kowal Way K O W A L the dot com and sign up and and make sure that you're not caught off guard. And that you you know what the financial surprises are in retirement. The Kowal Investment Group, part of Barron's top financial advisors now uh, since 2014. Uh, also part of the Financial Time Top 400 advisors. Milwaukee Biz Times, Future 50, and the list goes on and on. That's right. We don't do it for the accolades. It's nice that they come. But we've always acted as fiduciaries. We always put our clients' interests first. You come first with any planning that we do. TheKowalWay.com has links to social media as well. It's all there. Ray Arndt, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Paul. You too. And Jeff, we'll see you next Saturday. Sounds great. The Retirement Clinic every week. Oh, we did confirm. I was wrong. You were right. 6,000 fans allowed at Lambeau. I'll still take it. (laughs) See you next week, guys.